0: I'm going to show you all a day in the life of a real nigga Well real nigga shit. That's real nigga shit
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of RNS Radio. I am your host, nonsky One, a.k.a. Rain Omega, man. Peace and respect to all of y'all for tuning in. Much love and respect to everybody for rocking with the project, man, getting down with the vibe, um, sharing your music, sharing your stories and experiences with me so I can share them with other people. Uh, I got a really dope guest today. Uh, her name is Emerald Brown. She's a recording artist from the Bay Area. Um, I've been following her music for a little over a year, year and a half, maybe like the end of 2018, um, she dropped an album called Enigma, and I was really uh, pleasantly surprised by it. I wasn't checking for a lot of new music at that time, but I had made a decision to start actively supporting people who I think their stuff is dope, and that here we are. You know, like um, she's got a couple new songs out, a couple new visuals uh, and stuff like that. So I wanted to sit down with her, pick her brain, and um, get into her experience and share that with y'all. Uh, she's a published writer. She's a musician. I mean talented dope you know uh her vibe is her frequency is really high let's say that um so yeah man thank you all for tuning in we're gonna take a second to get some music because you know i like to share music with y'all actually um the song i'm about to play now is called why aren't you angry by echo he's uh he's uh based out of las vegas if you haven't heard of him you kind of tripping um you know i won't go too deep into the uh the history because i hopefully i'll be able to sit down with him one day but um you know, the song is spot on, man, and I don't usually ask bigger artists to use their music, man, but I just really like the message. And, um, yeah, if you're sitting there seeing all this stuff that's happening across the world and you're not angry, why aren't you angry? So, yeah, let's get into that song from Echo, and then we'll be back with the interview.
0: Looking around, why aren't you upset? Why aren't you thinking out loud? What is you scared, huh? Don't wanna take that stance. Yes, yeah, safe while you sit in the stands, right? Why aren't you angry? If you've been looking around, why aren't you upset? Why aren't you thinking out loud? What is you scared, huh? Don't wanna take that stance. Yes, yeah, safe while you sit in the stands, right? Like fuck the system, the status, and keeping peace Political activists only acting in a tweet When there's black people dying at the hands of the police But it's only talked about when there's riots in the streets And we fight back, see they discriminate discriminating typecast When we say that all cops are bad, they don't like that And now the gap between the haves and have-nots Is bigger than it's ever been it Feels like it can't stop the unemployment The highest we've ever seen In administration's poor management of a disease Now we see you through the shit Another Wall Street bailout But can't afford to fund the inner cities getting teared down and over here is these entitled fucks. You're taking this too serious. Hey, whiten up. Thinking everything will change if Biden one? You motherfuckers think the only problem is Trump. But who am I to speak? White male in America. Made a living off of black culture. I'm aware of it. Trying to check the privilege that I have and educate myself to understand best I can and demonstrate it. Yeah, like homie take a look around. You think there ain't a problem. You just ain't been affected. Like, what's it gonna take for you to see it now? Cause it's so obvious that I don't fucking get it. Why aren't you angry? Why aren't you looking around? Why aren't you upset? Why aren't you thinking out loud? What is you scared, huh? Don't wanna take that stance. Yes, yeah, safe where you sit in the stands, right? Why aren't you angry? If you've been looking around, why aren't you upset? Why aren't you thinking out loud? What is you scared, huh? Don't wanna take that stance. Yes, yeah, safe where you sit in the stands, right? Now marijuana's an essential business But we still keeping people locked up on a bogus sentence How the fuck do you explain that? All the privatized prisons making billions off of their backs Fit don't line in the pockets and they don't line it up If it increases profits to go and lock them up Don't wanna see another tweet from Donald Trump In all caps locked trying to pander to these stupid fucks You know, the ones who think global warming's fake Then they wanna spend money militarizing space Built a wall on the border to keep you safe When the healthcare and education here is a disgrace And then the clickbait generation Media, saying anything they gotta say, so you read it, huh? And both sides never speaking the truth. They got a view when they pushing that agenda to you. Why aren't you angry? Why aren't you looking around? Why aren't you upset? Why aren't you thinking out loud? What is you scared, huh? To wanna take that stance. Yes, yeah, safe where you sit in the stands, right? Why aren't you angry? If you've been looking around, why aren't you upset? Why aren't you thinking out loud? What is you scared, huh? To wanna take that stance. Yes, yeah, safe where you sit in the stands, right? Poor neighborhood's being gentrified. Only open-minded when that shit's incentivized. They're spraying food with chemicals and pesticides. And y'all still worried about how people identify? How you gon' feel when you start to see Mentally ill, still can't get the help they need They're making deals with pharmaceutical companies While the homeless rate skyrockets to the next degree Hold up, oh shit It's America, only corporate socialism Always talking immigration, how it needs revision When we're the ones who got the cages that they're putting kids in I love this country with my whole heart But I'm mad cause I know that we're better than this Yeah, it's rough, but it's a place to start And if you really do care what the flag represents Why aren't you angry?
1: All right, everybody. We are here today with uh, Emerald Brown. I'm extremely excited for this interview. Uh, it says that you are a writer, a poet, an MC, and a tea sipper, which I didn't know about the tea thing. I knew about the other things. Um, but first of all, what? Yeah,
2: yeah. Even though I, mean, know I drink tea. Yeah, oh like, my
1: gosh. Tea it's sipper. Next to water for me. That's good though. Yeah, it's definitely good. a tea sipper. Take care. of I love of your them. system. Right. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say thank you for taking some time to uh, sit down with me today. I've been trying to navigate this process, man, and, and talk to people that I respect. Uh, so first of all, thank you.
2: No, no doubt.
1: You're uh, welcome. I'm uh,
2: happy to, to be a part of this uh, platform. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, it's awesome, man. I, I, the, the technology uh, is uh, really moving forward. Once the COVID thing started happening and I wasn't able to use the studio for a while, I was just doing it on my phone, but I was grateful to still be able to do it, so let's get right into it. Um, first of all, for the people that don't know you, I mean, I don't have a huge audience or anything, but for my audience members that are not familiar with you, can you introduce yourself, give yourself a little background, and tell people, like, where you're from and stuff like that? Okay, well, like,
2: like you said, my name is Emerald Brown. I'm from the Bay, Oakland, California, Berkeley, California, um, rapper... MC poet songwriter um author um yeah that's that's those are my titles that's uh those are my identities
1: (laughs) right on right on yeah I mean um I was looking actually I was doing like a little background uh kind of like a little refresher course before I sat down and um I read like the uh, the little interview that we did back in 2018. I was like, wow, I've been kind of following her yeah, I'm down for a minute. With, wow, <laughs> wow, yeah, um, I'm just wise. Yeah, it really does, man. You know, like um, um, especially when you're staying focused and staying busy. But um, so yeah, let's go back. Let's go back. I like to start. You know, the, basically, the okay. first interview is like a getting to know you kind of thing. So I want to go back and let's talk about like uh you were born and raised in uh, the Bay? Or how does, you know, like... Let's talk a little bit about that.
2: Okay, for sure. Um, I was born in Oakland. Um, Raised in Oakland, Berkeley. When I was about five years old, um, my mother moved, moved us to San Diego for about, like, four years. And then from San Diego, we moved to Yuma, Arizona. Actually, the whole trip from... San Diego to Yuma, Arizona, it was about like four years. So we came back to the Bay when I was, uh, I think like eight or something like that. And from there we came, we moved back, we moved to Berkeley and, uh, yeah. So from Berkeley to Oakland and Berkeley to Oakland, Berkeley to Oakland, basically. And, uh, as I got older, Course, I moved out from the Bay. I ended up moving to LA on one of those. I'm about to go to LA. I'm about to go follow my dreams type (laughs) shit. You know, like you know, and it it turned out to be a complete disaster. Like I remember, um, it was right around. It was okay. First of all, I didn't plan shit. You know, I'm like completely um spontaneous. You know, my young spirit self, just you know, doing shit at the drop of a hat. Right. Um. My cousin hit me up, and, you know, this was right around the time Michael Jackson died. Mm. And and he's like, let's go to L.A. And I was like, yeah, let's go to L.A. And, like, at that time, I was working. I had a job, like, my pretty much, like, my first job or something. And I, I just left work. <laughs> <laughs> I left work, got in my car, and, like, headed to L.A., like, packed all my shit and was just out. And um, that was a disaster, but you know it was an experience, and um, had a lot of fun. You know, you know, got to experience LA life. And um, back then, you know, I was heavily in my uh, my addiction with alcohol, so that's probably why it was a disaster. Uh. Too much partying, yeah, completely yeah. just not taking care of myself, you know, but, um, yeah, so went to LA, then that didn't work out and came back to the Bay, you know, always coming back, back home to my roots, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I remember we talked about that too, though, the, uh, the, uh, alcohol and the, you know, like the circumstances surrounding that. I read that, uh, in the thing today and, but Let's, uh, let's touch a little bit on, like, your, your writing and how you got into the arts and how you got into music and your influences and stuff like that, uh, and then we'll we'll go into the more serious side of, of life, because I want to talk about that, too.
2: Okay, for sure. Um, that's a great question. Funny that you asked that, because I, I just put out um, a Medium article kind of going back to where, like, how I started writing in the first place, like... Um, music wasn't wasn't there initially for me it was always just uh writing like I started just writing short stories and dialogue and just in my imagination at first and just using writing as a tool as an outlet for me coping with my my life at home it was a It wasn't the perfect uh, environment, you know, and a lot of homes are like that. It's not the ideal living situation, but, you know, you're a kid, so you're pretty much stuck. (laughs)
3: Right.
2: Um, At least that was my experience. So I dealt with a lot of uh, trauma and a lot of, like, emotional abuse and whatnot. And, you know, my mother, you know, in hindsight, I know that she uh, was dealing with um, uh, mental illness. You know, like bipolar, and like she had a lot of ups and downs, and you know, it was it was, uh, it was scary to be around as, you know mm-hmm. as a preteen. So, writing was my outlet, and um, actually, it, um, you guys uh, should check out that article. The article is called um, "The um, Original: The Real Meaning of the Original Smiley Face." <laughs> So yeah, I'm on um, Medium um, as my author name, which is JI Brown. Check that out, and can definitely get a clear picture. But since you know, since we're talking about it, like, um, well, I would I would suggest to read that article. That article pretty much t- tells it all. Like, it has a, a a nice feel to it. I'm really proud of that article and really excited about it, and really been pushing it, trying to have people. Uh, to get up to date on my uh my creativity you know like people know me more as a mc and i'm like i'm trying to break through you know like i don't want to be put into a box Mm -hmm. um not just the mc i'm not just a rapper i'm not just a producer or songwriter i'm i'm an author and you know um i'm a storyteller so um yeah there's been a lot of growth in my uh creative endeavors
1: yeah, I mean, I think um, I think it's important to, uh, you know, and we're in a, an interesting place in society where it's possible to, uh, you know, like e- explore and embrace different aspects of yourself, like it, as opposed to just being like, oh, you rap, that's what you do, you're a rapper, you know, it's like, no, I'm, right. you know, I'm a little bit more than that. I, I, I do this and I do that, and it's and it's viable. It's like, you know, like it's not like Shaquille O'Neal making a, a, a rap album. Because, I mean, you know, it's like, oh, you play ball. What are you right. trying to do? But now it's like, you know, we can explore these different creative mediums. And I think people are more accepting and open-minded to the fact that, you know, like um, Talent manifests. most creative people have different creative avenues that they explore, whether or right. not they get paid from it or not. Definitely. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to take a second true. and check that out, man. I, I actually have it pulled up on my phone, uh, but I was looking at the time and I was you know, with the confusion, I was like, oh, I just want to make sure I get some interviewing. But I, I had it pulled up and um, I want to read that. And I'll definitely uh, link people to that, the, the Medium article. Um, For sure. So Thank you. So moving forward from your writing, then let's talk a little bit about just specifically the music thing, because like that's how I got introduced to you. And, um, right, you know, I know you said you had family members that did music when you were younger and that kind of like sparked your interest and pushed you in that direction. Mm-hmm. So. Right. So, how did, uh, so um, how did you decide to just be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to rap or I'm going to make music for, for lack of a better way of saying it.
2: Um, so it goes back to, for the music stuff, it goes back to my older brother. Um, I remember like, I was like really young and, um, and he was with one of his friends and I'm walking behind them and I remember them like freestyling and I thought that was cool, you know? and. As time went on, uh, my brother built a home studio and I started, you know, coming around more and like seeing him like rapping and recording and then I started writing a little bit. Um, And then I got involved in like a uh, after school program, you know, and uh, was able to start they there, recording in uh, bigger studios, and that's kind of, like, how, how it all started.
1: All right. Um Yeah, it's interesting to think about, like, you know, like, creative outlets for, especially, like, now, you know, audio engineering and audio um, uh, stuff like that is, is a lot more accessible. Everything's more accessible. Photography, videography, everything's yeah. more accessible. But, you know, like, this is just... Somebody you know, ten and plus years ago, being like, you know what I want to do? I want to do music, and, and being like, I'm gonna do it at home. I'm gonna make my own studio, and because you know, like, um, <laughs> you used to be kind of, um, kind of like uh, there were gatekeepers to the music industry, and yeah. everybody couldn't put their music out. It was really difficult, right, for a lot of people. So so difficult. Yeah, but that's so like, difficult. That's pretty interesting, man. And, um,
2: I, I feel, I feel so old, cause like when I'm thinking <laughs> back, right in the past, cause like. My brother, like, his studio, like, we were recording on a freaking A-track recorder with the, uh, with a cassette tape. Like, you had to press rewind. Mm.
1: You
2: know, I don't know if you've seen Hustle and Flow, but, like... Oh, yeah, of course. I, I, think, I, <laughs> I think they had, like, a, a cassette tape player, I think, or I could be making that up. I don't know, but, yeah. So, we were recording on, like, we had to press the rewind and, like, record to like overdub the vocal <laughs> like if we wanted to erase it like yeah that old
1: school yeah i remember yeah. when i was a kid or when i was younger we were i mean even my recording was on digital it was uh we had dat tapes like the little digital audio transfer tapes um so uh-huh. i mean i'm not even that far you know that far back into terms of like recording uh technique but that's crazy uh-huh. <laughs> yeah i was i
2: was i was really young i was really young and then um yeah, he inspired me a lot. He inspired me to just really go into music. Um, I ended up building my own studio and started recording myself and all of that. And I made beats. I was in. I was really, really into making beats. Like, I was heavy in the production. And then I kind of just, like, like I want to just focus on writing more. Like, production takes up too much of my time and it's fun and all, but... My heart wasn't really
1: into that aspect of music. Yeah, it's really you know? um it's it is really time consuming. I, I, I called myself uh, getting into um I got I got like a new laptop and I got Ableton and I was like, I'm gonna get really into it and then I sat down and I looked at Ableton and I was like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. I'm like, <laughs> How do you make it make sounds? And so, you know <laughs> I've been devoting a little right. bit of time yeah it really is man but and, and it makes like a me puzzle yeah Mm-hmm. and there's like yeah. layers all these different layers and then once you get something you know i i you get one thing and then there's like oh yeah but there's also 500 more things you can do with just that one thing you learned um mm-hmm. so i right. got a lot of respect for producers just from that little mm-hmm. last couple about i say about almost a month of of tooling around with ableton i've got a lot of respect for my friends that make music um yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a lot, you know. Right. So then you um so then you start recording and you you know like I know you had several projects out like um I, like I came into uh, understanding your music right around uh, you dropped 2018 was it October I think the Enigma came out. Uh, maybe I don't remember the month, but Ooh, yeah, yeah, it was definitely 2018. So, but um, before then, um, how many? Like what? How many projects and, like, what was the process for, you know, like, being an independent artist before? Because, I mean, I guess SoundCloud was kind of a thing, but before, like, it was super viable putting out your own music and, and you know, having a sustainable income from it.
2: Hmm. So, so there was Enigma in 2018, and there was also, Yeah, I'm trying to think of the name. Um, Collision Imprint, I dropped that. There was Mental Mayhem, dropped that one. And I put out, like, some mixtape stuff, like, on SoundCloud. And before that, I was on hiatus. Like, I was, like, heavily in my addiction. And before, like, I was really bad in my addiction, I was actually under um, a management contract. Mm. And, um, yeah, that shit was horrible, um... Yeah, basically he was trying to like completely change me as like a, even as an artist, like I felt I, I, it just wasn't a good fit, but he would shop me around to different labels and all of that. But I'm like, this shit isn't going to work because it's not like my heart's not in it and it's not authentic. Like I could look at the the product that we created and I could say like, this shit is whack. Mm-hmm. You know, like even even though like I, you know, I had some control. Like I was writing some of my some of my songs, but then he also like had some control too, where he was like writing um, some hooks or like having like his relative write a song for me, and I was just like I wasn't really feeling it. I was like, this isn't true to my heart, you know. But I I was still hopeful. Like, ooh, I'm gonna like get signed to like Sony or something, like you know. Mm-hmm. But um. Uh, you know, um, nothing came of it, um, had to actually, like, um, it was a struggle to get out of the little, the contract that I had signed, but, um, after that, I kind of went on hiatus and then, like, was, like, forget music, I'm not even gonna, work, I'm not gonna do music, I kind of, like, went, you know, in a deep depression and wasn't really doing anything creative, really, um, just, like, partying a lot and drinking, but, um, and before, before the management, uh, I was also putting out compilations. But so this was when I was like a teenager. So a lot of compilations came out under the, uh, this, um, youth, uh, record label. And, uh, yeah, so it goes way back. A lot of, a lot of projects. I, I completely like. I, I went on the hiatus, and then when I came back, I was like, I'm changing some stuff. Like, I want to be as real as I can get, you know? Like, I was like, I'm dropping the, the um, you know, the, my last name, my last name of my stage name, and I'm just going to go by my real name, you know? Mm. And it was just like, because I'm not that person anymore, you know? Like, just, you know, I feel a lot happier just, like, being me. And even now, I'm like, I don't know if I want to, like, continue to be Emerald Brown. Huh. I'm thinking about just, like, Emerald, you know, and, like, and just taking away Brown, just like Emerald. Just just call me Emerald. I don't know. I feel like I've been just, like, a, a lot of, uh, uh, I'm in the middle of growing, just, like, transforming daily and just becoming daily and, you know.
1: Yeah, I think that, I mean, but I, I think that that's important uh, as an artist. It always was, like, a trip to me. Like, when I was younger and, and I thought I was going to be a rapper, I um, I worked with a couple of, uh, you know, like, producers and, and stuff like that. And then that that part, the, the art, artist engineering aspect of it, it never really worked for me because, like you say, I, that's not who I am, that's corny. Like, I'm not, and then the hooks and, and like, I definitely wasn't trying to have anybody else write for me. Like, what that defeats the whole purpose of me being an MC. Like, what do you mean? You're going to write for As an MC? yeah. No, like, no. And then, um... Yeah,
2: he, got this, he had someone write for me. Like, some like extremely, like, feminine. Like, there's nothing wrong with femininity. But, like, so feminine that shit. And I was like, <laughs> I am not feeling that. This is not me at all. Like, what? Yeah. But, obviously, it didn't work out. And, uh, I'm okay with that. You know, like... Was definitely a lesson, you
1: know. Right. Experience. Yeah. You and you have to take those. You have to take because you can't. Obviously, you can't change what you went through in life. You can't go back. You can't do any of that. So you have to. You have to learn a lesson. I think it's really important, especially with things that people consider to be mistakes or you know regrets and stuff like that. You really have to be like, all right, well, that happened. This is what I take from it, and that means I can avoid it happening to me in the future. And you know, I'm better because of it, you know, like whether it was a, a fail or not. So, um, yeah, right. I think that's interesting, man. And it's really, you know, like it, 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 accentuates the concept that you're growing, you know, and now even now like mm-hmm. getting back into your, your writing as, as, uh, you know, an author. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, not getting away from music cause you just put out, I mean, like you got four new tracks or something that just, you know, back to back to back. It's <laughs> like, you're still working. You're definitely working. Um, yeah. So, I want to take a second before we go into a break. I want to talk a little bit about like um, your personal, like your solo stuff before now. Like I want to talk about you know like right around Enigma, your your influences. Because I like I said when I uh, reviewed the album, man, it was a it was a really unique project in terms of like the sound, um, mm-hmm. and and, and uh, the storytelling. And then like kind of you know I said later on like the last half of the album was more just like in your face like this is what's up this is what's going on with me you don't like it you know and I, I really respected that um uh-huh. because it's nice to be you know creative and metaphorical and all that but sometimes you just get back like, look man this is this is how I'm feeling um mm-hmm. so can we talk a little bit about musical influences like how you not how you ended up sounding the way you do because that's life but just you know things that you gravitate towards to sonically and stuff like that that brought you to that point oh
2: like Oh, like, who was I listening to? Like, the artist that influenced yeah,
1: me? Yeah, yeah, too, yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, I would say um, MIA has been a huge influence. Of course, Eminem. Um, Emily Sande. Um,
3: who else? Ah,
2: fuck. Um,
3: Mm. Sure. Of course they
2: sound Like Bay Area music in general Just coming from the Bay And honestly like it's That's really hard like For the Enigma album It was just like I don't know I feel like my major influence Is fucking like My higher power Like source you know like mm. And like I know it may sound, like, weird, but, like, Source is such a huge inspiration. And, like, all the greats and people who create, like, all that stuff comes from Source anyway to begin with. You know, a lot of times I feel when I do write, it's a reflection of me as a human being, but it also is just a reflection of, like, so many other people. So many other people have been through the same circumstances, and it may be unique to me to a certain extent, but there's so much oneness, I believe, in my music. And, um, yeah, I just feel like, I guess I'm taking what you said, like being influenced as like inspired, inspiration. And when it comes to inspiration, I truly, truly feel a divine connection with like God, source, higher power, something bigger than me.
1: Mm. Right. Yeah, I um I have a a friend that I I talk to about those types of things, and we talk about like you know like the different um representations of what you call the oneness or the source like everybody's kind of moving in the same direction but from different angles i feel yeah I feel like you know like mm-hmm. it's just people need ways to quantify it for themselves and that's you know it's like uh, my uh who was it i was talking to somebody and they were talking about like um you know like god my mom is real religious i grew up in the church but we we're talking about like God not giving up on people, and and I, and I just had this thought in my head. I was like, "Well, I, I just don't feel like the the entity that is God has this human, you know, pattern of thinking in terms of like I get frustrated and I and I give up on stuff. You know, it's like I don't I don't mm-hmm. feel like that. But you know, not to get because I'm about to, I was about to shoot off to the left, but um. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's dope. I think it's dope to recognize that creative talent and ener- all the energy that creativity produces is is from that, you know. So that's yeah. That's, that was actually a pretty good. Yeah, it's how similar. you
2: get like it's like it's like how you get the same ideas. People have the same ideas who never met each other. It's like where did the idea come from? It came from source. It mm-hmm. didn't really come from you, mm. but you are source. though. So, so it did come from you. It's like it was, it's just it's some. Some
1: wild stuff, man. It really is, man. I mean, and it's, it's it's and and wild in a good way. Like you know, when you yeah, you know, because I know Alan Watts talks a lot about. Well, it's a it's a Buddhist thing, but you know, like the um, the interconnectivity of everything. Like we're we're individuals, but we're not. You know, like we're, we're yeah, all it's, the,
2: it's the illusion of separateness. We're really not separate. We're all
3: one,
2: and you know. I try not to get too deep in because I I start feeling like oh shit like man
1: like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, start, you know like you would I'm like
2: it. let me bring it back a little bit let me ground myself you know
1: like yeah I mean it's nice uh, to it's nice to explore you know, it but
2: like know. Jesus and Buddha like they were some enlightened beings you know they had to they had to they had to go far out there you know like yeah. they were on some other type
1: you know. Yo, it's funny that you mentioned those two individuals. Uh the guy that I interviewed last week is a cat from Baltimore. His name's Raph Alpha. He's a real dope MC too. But um uh-huh. we were we were talking about that same thing, like the concept of the great teacher, you know, Jesus and Buddha and their experiences and, and you know, right. um but yeah, again, like you say, those those things they come they come from the source. So uh that's right. how they definitely
3: come from the
2: source. And you know what's interesting too is how like we're so quick to point to people from the ancient past, like Jesus and Buddha, but like, I'm sure there's some Jesuses and some Buddhas walking around here today.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, you know what I mean? I think we're moving. I don't know if you've ever read it. It's a book called, um,
2: there has to be some, like there, 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 there just has to be, you know, like,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, there's this book in this present in this, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's all go. good. I would say it's called the Celestine Prophecy, and um, it's a fictional book. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: I've heard of that. Yeah, so, and but, there's a movie too.
1: Yeah, when we're talking about like uh, society moving in a more conscious uh, direction, but to touch on what you're talking about, there being like uh, you know, teacher type figures, great, you know, great figures like that, and now uh, we're moving away from the skepticism that prevented people believing and stuff like that. Like before, when there was no. You know, like when the world was a little bit darker, a little bit less enlightened as far as technology is con- concerned, it was easier to pour your energy into the belief that there that oneness could you know be manifested in a physical form. but then we got to this point where it's like we we thought we knew too much, so we was too skeptical to to accept those ideas. but now we're moving back into like the awe and the wonder of the surrounding mm-hmm. you know so I think you might be right, mm-hmm. maybe those people will be able to to get their uh, their shine on now that people aren't so skeptical. Right. Right. That's true, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm, I want to take a quick break. Actually, it was funny how the universe puts things in your path. Um, I want to take a second and uh, I don't usually do stuff like this because, like, I don't want to, you know, get copyright and stuff like that. But uh, I want to take a second and um, uh, play the... The BET Awards 2020 intro, I just thought it was really dope, the fi- Fight the Power tribute with uh, Nas and Chuck D and Autumn Cats, and um, and then we will come back, and we will do some more talking, because I want to talk about what's going on with you now, and like your writing and all that stuff, and then uh, we'll get into that. All right. All right, all right. We'll be right back. We're not really going to be right back. I just say that. <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to like, <laughs> you know... um. Yeah, it's all good. All right, so I'm going uh, <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, I'm going to cut the recording and then restart it. That way I don't have to worry about splitting the files.
4: I'm a young black man doing all that I can to stay. Oh, but I look around and I see what's being done to my kind. I'm being haunted is praying. My people don't want no trouble. We've had no struggle. I just want to leave.
0: Shoot, 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 shoot. The year is 2020, the number. Another summer gets down. Sound of the funky drummer. Music ain't in the heart cause I know you got soul. is The information age got him seeing what's really wrong with these racist days honor the strong and pity the weak your thoughts run your life be careful what you think haiti beat france in century 17. Salute Toussaint and dessaline and i do love france know what i mean it's a system i'm talking nobody's agreeing they say it's suicide when dead bodies are swinging cowards are hunting black men that's what i'm seeing we got the fight
4: the power, that be. Police think they weigh sick 9 over the law. Yeah. Want to give us short sticks, but we really need along. To the boys in the hood, got some bullets and batons. Some boys in the hood, triple K's on the arm. Four fingers on my palms, we and fight. Oh, Change man. the policy, defund by back our property. You love Black Panther, but not Fred Hampton. Word to the Howards and the Aggies and the Hamptons. They book us, won't book us, I'm Booker. T Washington, George Hill, for 20. 2,000 pennies the value black like the cost of going to Wendy's for a four quarter burger and didn't murder fight for Brianna in the pain of a mama gotta fight the
0: power fight the 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 power we got the fight the power yeah generations is how long we've been at war the revolution on all platform you break a man's mind and it's back your solidarity is what I'm wearing all black for for comrades who don't fought without me it's not to try and change our thoughts about me or to redirect the back your reports about me here white people you should take a course about me because is it the long finger ring the sciences of the arts the songs we can sing i really want to know why y'all so scared body cuz the promised land we almost most scared but look i think of images that fuel my youth interviews by craig Hodges and i'm examples like olympic black power salutes and panther truth i saw as i pursued my truth if racism is a cancer black thoughts the answer gotta get up off the porch, emancipate your mind get your bodies back from on, and all black hands up for the anthem check this out man bring that beat back bring man beat back. two three four hit it people people stronger than this evil smash your power structure Melody, royal rego system designed to kill and unprotect worldwide hit the streets just to get some respect our fight and our rights for freedom will never waver justice the taylor salute chuck and flavor feel the same anger since radio raheem died black power to the people push for a prize fighting power like it's a octo, Born in the fight, I made it off the block though, thought he had a gun and he was black, that's the combo, the police killed George having a convo, they killed Malcolm X, to kill Dr. King, they gave us guns and dope, they want to stop a king, it's trying to erase our history, stop and think, history class ain't tell us about Juneteenth, cops do give a damn about a Negro, pull a trigger, kill a nigga, he's a key, bro, those living life on welfare, the last one who killed was Obamacare, round 12, nose kind of bloody, gotta keep fighting, Trump threw North Korea, they respect violence If you ain't trying to have your city on five percent some respect on our name, we come from gold and diamonds Fight the power Fight the power Fight the power We got to fight the powers that be. <laughs> Elvis was a hero The most but he never meant To me you see straight up Racist and sucker was simply plain Cause I'm black and I'm proud I'm ready, I'm hyped for some air to my heroes on the piano sam paul looks like you looking by nothing but records the 400 years. If you check, don't worry, me happy. Was a but... number one jam. give if I to slap me right here. Get it? Let's get this party started. Right on, come on. What we got to say? Yeah. Power to the people, no delay. Make everybody see. In order to fight the powers that be.
1: All right, we're back. Uh, that was the BET Awards 2020 intro. Like I said, I don't ordinarily play things from bigger networks or bigger artists and stuff like that, but I thought it was real powerful, and I wanted y'all to hear it if you haven't heard it. Of course, it's a copyright BET network, so we're not going to go into all that. But, um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about what's going on now. Like I said in the last segment, man, you, you've uh, you've been dropping some music, man, so I know you've been working, so what, what's going on with you right now? What's, what's on the plate? Well,
2: right now, um, I am sitting on a bunch of music right now. I'm just waiting for the right time, you know, like simmering up some stuff while I'm also doing a lot of writing, doing a ton of writing. Um, that's taking up a lot of my time. Um, uh, I'm going to be dropping a new single uh, produced by Aquaman Beach. Shout out to Aquaman.
1: Shout out to him. The single is called
2: yeah, right. He's super dope. So, shout-out to him. And shout-out to, uh, Senior GGO as well.
3: Yeah, um, he's we're, dope. We're,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's, he's dope, too. He just, man, he's like a work workaholic. Like, he just keeps dropping albums after albums. So, shout-out to him. And, um, yeah, he's helping me out. Uh, he's helping me out with my second book when it comes to the uh, illustrations. So, really excited about, um. My next book, so. But back to the music. Yeah. Uh, the latest track, well, the upcoming track that I'm going to release is called Disobedience. Mm. So I'm excited about that. Uh, shot the video for that last week. Right now it's being being edited from um, uh, TK. Shouts out to Stay Diff. videography and photography uh, and even life coaching services. So they're based in Oakland right now. Um, So they're editing the video and I'm excited to see that and I'm excited to drop it. I just put out a little clip of it and you know it's some real shit.
1: Yeah it really is. I heard that little snippet. I was like ah right on time. (laughs) Yeah yeah music is my
2: greatest outlet, like it's the way, it's the way I speak to people it's the way yeah, so um, it's interesting because like all this you know um, George Floyd, social justice police brutality uh, oppression all this stuff, right, going on in the front lines right now um, but not to take anything away from George Floyd or any other people it's it's just we've been fighting this fight for so fucking long you know for for so long it's nothing new and in that song in my second verse um I say um ah fuck like numb uh I forget but um shit you'll okay you guys will see when you guys check out that disobedience track but i'm just talking about how like i'm i'm, I'm fed up you know i'm fed up i feel like i've been you know facing i have i have been facing like you know oppression my entire fucking life you know and i'm sick of it and it's like i don't know all the answers i know i got some wicked fucking um fantasies about the shit you know like Mm. (laughs) that I would rather not speak about you know what I mean like um, but you know I feel like I feel like we're doing collectively the right thing as in protesting and defunding the police and like even tearing up shit I feel like go ahead tear up the fucking place like that's just my fucking thoughts like if we need to demand attention, you know, and I know parts of it. Some people weren't really out there, like for the cause. Some people were out there because they just wanted to take shit. But like, if you're gonna take shit, take it from fucking Louis Vuitton. That's great. I'm a fucking clap to that shit. Like,
3: you <laughs> know, like
2: <laughs> take that shit.
3: Yeah, get man. that
2: fucking Gucci bag. Um, but yeah, it's a lot.
1: It really is, and um. Uh, uh, I was, there's this one, there's this one case it's, it's trending right now. The, uh, the Elijah McClain thing. And I, 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 for, okay. So for a while I was so overwhelmed, like I was on overload of all the different cases popping up and all the different things popping up. So I didn't, not that I ignored it, but I just kind of tuned it down. I turned it down a little bit. So I didn't, you know, and then the George Floyd thing happened. I looked at that and I was like, fuck man, how can you look at that and not be like, how, how is like, how was that okay to anybody? And then we, you know, we backtracked to this Elijah McClain thing, and I watched the little dash cam or the little body cam footage where they accidentally fell off. Like, okay, well maybe I should get some stronger glue. But the audio and just listening to this kid, and I was just like, I just for like a week after that, I just kept getting randomly, like, pissed off, just out of nowhere. I'd be chilling, and then it would pop back in my head, and I would be furious for like an hour, and I'd be like, and 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 that's the, and I was explaining that to somebody too about like, you know. It's a feeling. It's not just anger, but it's sadness. It's like this really weird. It's not even I can't even really describe it as one emotion, the way that I feel when I see stuff like that. So people have to understand like I'm not always gonna be rational when you when this shit's right. happening. So when I see people burning stuff and breaking stuff, I'm not, you know, I'm not like I, I don't feel bad. Because I'm like, right. they don't know. I, I don't know how to get this point across to y'all. So I'm about to break a window. I want to just say to you, right. hey, this isn't cool. But every time I say, hey, this isn't cool, you tell me I'm tripping. That's, and you, you know, so, right. so yeah, I feel it, man. It's a lot, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be 40 next month. So I've been dealing. I'm from the Midwest. I, I'm, I'm re- I grew up in the 90s, and I'm, I'm really happy right now to see the traction that it's getting in other communities. Because a lot of the times, Mm -hmm. it was like, for me, I was like, where's everybody the fuck else at? While black people, you know, I was like, black people are mad, (laughs) but where are y'all at? And now everybody's kind of showing up. So I get it, man. I definitely get it. Right. Sorry, I just started ranting. (laughs) No, No, it's all
2: good. It's all good. No,
1: man.
2: You're good.
3: Yeah.
2: uh, it's, It's depressing, but then at the same time, it's empowering, you know? But, you know... I don't know like I, like I said I don't feel like I have all the answers but what I do crave I crave community right mm. and I don't feel like I have community um, even though like I am in like a community of all sorts of people and stuff but like I just like everything's online I feel so disconnected like I don't feel like I don't feel like I have that brotherly sisterly humanly um, attachment the people or just safety net. Like, I don't, I don't feel that. Um, and it's, it's so, I feel like it's so easy to, like, technology is a gift and a curse, right? But mm. I, it, from my view, from my perspective, is like, yes, we're spreading the word around through social media, but I feel like we are forgetting to be, um, inclusive as a community and cohesive as a community. And like, yes, there's a protest, right? I'm, I would like to be on a level where I'm, you know, amongst people who I know have my back, who I know, like, I know where you live. Like, if I need you, I'm coming over. And like, not just some friend type shit, like, some organizing type shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I know, I know that, you know, there's some organizations out there that do exist and I need to find them and I need to, you know, be, become a part of that. But it just, it just, for me, I feel so alone during this time, even though like, you know, a message is like on my phone or I could scroll through and comment on something, you know, but like, I still feel so detached. And I feel like that's the same, too, with social media, like, in general, it's like, a lot of people feel alone. So you can have so many freaking friends on social media outlets, but there's no substance, really. That's just my take on it. People yeah. probably have a different perspective on that.
1: Well, I mean, you know, I think I, think, uh, I spend a lot of time interacting, not necessarily connecting, but I interact with people on social media. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I have people that I've interacted with for years, and I don't really know them. You know what I mean? Like, for right. like, so in to use it as like a point of reference for this particular project. Like when I first started sitting down, I was sitting down with people who I know, I've i known for 15 years from breaking and from rapping or from, like, hip-hop here in Vegas or my travels, you know, mm-hmm. across the United States and whatnot, whatnot. But I physically know them. Like, I slept at their house or they slept at my house or, you know, like, right. I have a connection. And then I started branching out into people, you know, that I have been interested in their work and I have had, you know, like, I guess you call it surface-level interaction with. Um, you know, like even the, the the cat that I sat down with last week and sitting down with you, like I have a lot of respect for you guys as artists. But then when I was getting ready to, to look at, you know, when the phone's getting ready to ring, I'm like, I don't really, you know, like not in a bad way, but I'm like, I don't really know this person. I've been following him for years and I don't, <laughs> you know, so it's like, it is yeah. a weird thing. Technology is really, it can be beneficial, but I think a lot of times yeah. we get kind of um, complacent and lazy with it and, and don't go yeah. to that next level, which is like you said, getting out and and getting in the mix and getting involved in these yeah. things so yeah i get it like
2: social media it's a whole new it's a whole world of you know and it, it's a whole new world by itself
1: mm. yeah. <laughs>
2: it really is it's, just, it's the virtual world the yeah. virtual world away from the virtual
3: world
1: <laughs> yeah and it's crazy man like it, it's um i mean there's so much information but then there's also so much misinformation and there's so much you know like um what it, like people co-sign and jump on top of these uh trends like and then you know i remember okay when remember when they did the blackout tuesday thing where everybody put the black square on yeah, himself? and i was like okay i was like that's cool you know i get it um and then i, I did it and then the, then there was all this controversy about whoa, it's not exactly this or you got i did it too yeah but you got to hashtag this or it's not going to work you, and i was like you got to do man.
2: this do that right it, it's it, always it, going to be Uh, opposite
1: opposing factor in some shit yeah yeah for sure and um so i just i mean i prefer you know like um grassroots i prefer grassroots anything grassroots activism grassroots uh promotions you know like i i had this uh idea that i wanted to go out on some street team stuff with like stickers and flyers and but it's just so much faster and more efficient to do things online but also with that efficiency comes a certain level of carelessness so i, I definitely understand that right so now that we <laughs> we got into the, the you know we the, the the right now of what's going on um you know, like you say you got a lot of music you're sitting on your back into your uh your writing your author you know you got another book you said you're working on and you, you're working for medium or you're doing uh blogging on medium which i i'm interested in, in catching up with that um what's the not the percentage but like What's the balance for being a writer and also being a writer? If you if you you know what I mean, like if being a someone who writes for a living and also writes for fun, or or for outlet or however you want to look at it. How do you how do you not get burnt out?
2: I do get burnt out. I'm burnt out all the time. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, if that's 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 uh, that's um, I need to find the balance. Mm.
3: Uh,
2: I don't have one um I wish I did because um yeah man I was just talking to my therapist earlier today I'm like I feel overwhelmed like <laughs> like but it's me making myself overwhelmed it's like I need to be able to tell myself hey you need to time out like go sit your ass down work. um but um yeah I, I, that's something I need to work on is to find a balance because I like to delve into shit and then like I find myself just scattered brain like, oh, my gosh, like I have like I'll create a list of goals and then like create another list on top of those goals. And then to the point where I'm just like I'm under so much pressure, pressure that I created for myself
3: Mm. to the
2: point it's not it's not it's not healthy. So I, I mean, I need to find a balance ASAP.
1: Well, I like I like the the honest response. I like the truth, and you know, and I think that might be good for other people to hear because I suffer from um, spinning my wheels uh, as well. Like I do this, <laughs> uh, I do I do like I do two podcasts. I do this one, which is just me and the people that I interact with. I do another one that's more entertainment uh, and lifestyle based mm-hmm. with my cousin that we do every week, um, which is fun, mm-hmm. but it's also like uh, you know trying to manage to quote unquote manage two instagram pages and my alarm just keeps going off that's uh <laughs> i got all these little alarms set for like to remind me during the day of stuff but but yeah so like mm-hmm. my you know i'm managing instagrams and i got a twitter and then i you know i'm working on this and i also i'm writing yeah. in the background like my cousin and i are working on a book and then i'm working on like screenplay what? and so oh, damn that's a tough but I get frustrated because I'm like everything needs, to, cause, you know, like me and my we're we're family. So, but I'm like, you know, I'm like we need to have a day where we sit down at a time and we do it. And then if we don't, I get irritated. Like we're not professionals, but I'm oh, also yeah. it's like it's me and oh, my cousin. Yeah. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, you
2: gotta have some self compassion, man. Yeah. But same same here. It was like if I don't get something done, I'm like I'm I'm upset. Like, right? Like, how come I couldn't got that done? And then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna work harder tomorrow, or like you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, same thing. So, I'm like, okay, well we didn't so we're going to do 2 hours tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and I'm like 2 right. hours it seems like a lot. You know, it's just <laughs> uh, Yeah. Maybe that's a creative struggle. For me. Yeah. It, it it is.
2: It is. And yeah, I'm really working on just having some self-compassion and just like telling myself it's okay. Like it's okay. Like calm down. Everything's going to be okay.
1: Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Um, I wanted to talk about it uh, a little bit ago, but I, I, like I said, I wanted to delve into the serious side of life too. So I wanted to talk about um, your process. Like you said, you moved to LA, you were partying a lot, drinking a lot. uh, And then uh, you wrote a book about it. um, Chronicles Mm -hmm. of a weeping addict. uh, And, and now you're not partying a lot, not drinking a lot. Let's talk about the transition, the process, the philosophy, uh, any advice or any like words of you know encouragement you have for somebody? Because I, I I I know we talked about this before too. Is like the hip hop community or like the the party side of the hip hop community is almost like intertwined uh, with drinking and you know like smoking weed right. or or now it's popping pills and and um mm-hmm. the lifestyle or selling dope and all this stuff. And it's just like man, like I don't I think we neglect the um reality of how destructive that can be and what that leads a lot of people to. So if you would not mind elaborating on it, I would be appreciative.
2: I'll start with the advice. Um, so based on my experience, my advice would be to focus on the inner work. And, um, like when I stopped drinking, I, uh, I did it through like willpower. Mm. I didn't go to AA, but I did go. I, I, I did go to a rehab, but like I left early, and I was like, I got this shit. Fuck this! I don't need fucking rehab. Um, and since then, I was like, I'm not gonna drink. I just made up my mind. I'm not gonna drink. Not gonna drink. Not gonna drink. But um, trying to find out. There's a, a thing called, uh, NAA, they call it the dry drunk or whatever. Mm. The, the, the person who, uh, who stops drinking, but they still have the emotional shit going on. Their, their emotional baggage is like, it's full. Like they, they, they forgot to take the trash out. Like it's just, they're mm. flooded with trash, right? So the reason why I say inner work is because that's my, that's your trigger, those are your triggers you need to get, you figure that shit out and then you're not going to want to drink you know that you can learn to love yourself all that garbage is like making you hate yourself and when you hate yourself you want to destroy yourself so you're going to do whatever you can to make yourself feel good in the short term but in the long term you're killing yourself so focus yeah. on the inner baggage clean that shit up take the trash out that's my advice
1: i like it I, I like the analogy of uh like you said they, their baggage is full <laughs> like you can't put nothing else in there man that's it that's what you, you can't got. can't put nothing in there. It's trash man it's straight up it stinks <laughs> mm. you know so that's been that's been a couple years though now right it has been at least yeah
2: it's been a couple years you know
1: um so what uh how does it i mean like how does it feel overall you know, like I mean, obviously. Overall, can, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a
2: my uh, trash or my baggage or whatever suitcase you want to call it with stinky clothes in it. <laughs> um, you know, it's getting less and less. It's not cleaned all the way. Like I still have some shit, you know, and I'm doing the inner work. I'm still it's a process, you know. Maybe it'll never get cleaned up, but at least I could uh, reduce the size, re- reduce the load. So just even starting inner work and figuring out like what's going on you know like a lot of people have wounds a lot of people have trauma a lot of people have addiction that runs in their families and like Mm -hmm. if if addiction is running through their families a lot of times there is you know the trauma that goes along with it but um, you know uh, really just taking a deep look within that's like my biggest thing it's like taking a deep look within and learning to like truly love
1: yourself and have compassion for yourself. Yeah. Nice. I think, um, yeah, I think a lot of people, uh, misunderstand, um, you know, like you said, like it's all okay. I'm just not going to drink or I stop drinking. And then I've I got all these feelings and these, uh, you know, these emotions and all these, you know, things that either happened to me or that I caused or whatever. And, and uh, you know, like you just can't sit in that shit and expect things to get better you know so
2: exactly
1: yeah uh, so um uh, yeah like i said i did want to take a second to talk about it but we're gonna bounce back forward i wanted to talk about uh working with aquaman how did you get uh how did y'all come across each other man the dude is really dope I, i've been following his stuff since i since the first track i saw you guys put out uh is that in a dream right yeah yeah and ever since then i, I was like oh I just do his beats. And then I got on his page. <laughs> and, and now, so That's I-
2: funny. Um, we've uh, collaborated before. Um, I've been knowing him for about four years now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm so proud of him. He's just, like, amazing. Um, so we linked up, um, like, four years ago. I was at a studio, and I was talking to the engineer, and I was like, uh, do you produce? talking to the engineer. He's like, uh, no, I don't produce. I'm just an engineer. I was like, well, do you know any producers? Like, I'm really trying to work on some music, you know? And he was like, oh, I'll shoot you some text, you know, of some producers. And he sent me, uh, uh, Aqua's, uh, information. And I hit him up, and then we vibed, you know, we were on, like, the same wavelength, you know? He was into, like, spirituality and all this stuff, and yeah, we just kind of, like, took it off from there, and, um, yeah became friends and um started doing music
1: word pretty 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 uh interesting connection (laughs) but pretty straightforward yeah man like I say he's really talented man I like his style um yeah so then jumping from that moving into like your um your life outside of music right now like what's uh what's what's that consist of what's your life what do your days look like I mean, I know you write and and stuff like that, so I know you got a bunch of other projects on the on the plate. So, what's uh, what's your days looking like these days?
2: So, um, another passion for mine is like uh, servicing people. I'm in the service field. I uh, I work uh, I work at a mental health uh, homeless shelter, mm. and it's uh, very stressful, but it's very rewarding work. Um, I'm a advocate, you know, um, so I'm doing that and, you know, really into my health and my teas and like self-care practices, um, meditating, uh, you know, learning that growth isn't something that's straightforward and a straight line, you know, it's curvy and, you know, <laughs> just really trying to have compassion for myself, you know, like. It's serious It's for real Like I'll find myself like Beating myself up Over the littlest things And I'm just like I, You know what I need a moment To realize like Hey I, I love me I love me It's okay Right You know Like if I If I You know Fuck up It's okay Um But yeah So Yeah That's That's what my days look like Um
1: Alright Yeah just a little, uh, well, you know, and I think it's important. I think, um, you know, I get, I used to get, I mean, I still actually get frustrated with, you know, the, um, looping paths of life. I'm like, I should be getting this, 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 and this. And then when I get from this and then the second one is like, nope, I got to go back to this. You know, um, I feel, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to not feel defeated, even though like in my mind, I know that it's not over. I just got to keep right. you know, doing it. Um, so, it's good to know yeah. other people go through that. Uh, what? So, uh, I'm looking
2: at the time, and I have a, another shindig in about 20 minutes.
1: Okay. Well, then uh, we will wrap it up. I got uh, two questions. They can be short ones, and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll call it. Uh, what are you listening to? What's in the deck right now? Are you listening to anybody, anything you're feeling? <laughs> um. I'm feeling Jeff Glenn. Jeff Glenn. He's a dope artist. Yes.
2: Dope singer. I'm listening to Emily Sande. Sandy And, well, I'm listening. I got the most randomest, like, playlist.
1: Um <laughs> That's good, though. That's good. It means, you know, you, you, you have a... Random. A I'm to listening
2: figure. to uh, Celine Dion. <laughs> uh, I got some Beyonce. All right. <laughs> Oh, of course I'm listening to her.
1: Yeah, she's so dope. You know, I know, of course. Yeah. Um, and then what I else? guess. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No. I was go gonna ahead. say I guess my uh, well my my last two uh, things. First of all, uh, I would hope I'm gonna ask this because I was initially I initially was gonna close the uh, the show with um two sides uh with you and aquaman but uh since you got the the disobedience joint coming out and it's pretty relevant i was hoping that maybe i could throw that on the episode but i understand if not i just like to ask before i use people's music Uh right um uh it's not out yet all right, then we'll go with two sides, <laughs> and that's, that's fine, too, because the track <laughs> is dope. I was looking, because I have a lot of people that I use their music more often than not, because I know it's going to be consistent, solid, and uh-huh. dope, and I, I'm trying to get that as the, you know, like, bring dope music to more people whenever possible. For sure. Um, and then last but not least, any shout-outs and thank-yous that you would like to give before we go?
2: Uh, yeah, thank you to you for this platform. Uh, shout out again to Aquaman to Senior GGO. Shout out to all the Bay Area artists who are on their grind, their hustle. Shout out to State Diff. Um, shout out to Nico. Shout out to uh, Little MC. Shout out to Little Flower Nasty. Uh, shout out to to Sarah. Shout out to Unlearn the World. Shout out to all these folks who I see who are on their grind, they're hustling. And
3: they probably don't get no sleep.
1: So shout mm. out to them. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I just, again, like I said, I want to say thank you for taking some time to sit down. I know like, people get busy, got stuff going on. Uh, I really appreciate it. And um, like I say, at the last week of July, the first week of August, I'm going to be in the Bay Area. So hopefully we can link up, exchange ideas, sure. do whatever. Um, much respect. Sure. And uh, Thank you. Yeah, peace peace and prosperity, and I'll talk to you soon.
2: All right, for sure. Likewise. Peace. All
1: right.
4: It's too much. Sometimes you just got to let go. Sometimes you gotta let the past be Just leave it all in the past I don't need it no more Windows down and I'm riding I ain't gotta worry right now No, I ain't gotta worry right now If you hit me up, I'm declining I don't need the drama in the problems No, I don't need the drama in the problems Focus on myself, the only option all the drugs, I move with caution yeah. Too late tiring out Apologies, I never need intentions that you set with me Finally, the veil fell off A fragile soul, sick as a cough Covered up like tablecloth And the real you was so sly But the truth was the truth but a lie Fucking up my mind, right on my bones, clock curse side Smoke high, deny Everything I had to confide in Never was there when I needed you Could've been there, but you never was, so it wasn't fair, damn mm-hmm. Two sides, you got two sides. I don't wanna be a part of your life. Two sides, you got two sides. I don't wanna be a part of your life. You made me do it. 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 Windows down and I'm riding. I ain't gotta worry right now right now, if you hit me up, I'm declining, I don't need the drama in the problems, no, I don't need the drama in the problems, focus on myself, the only option, you make it hard to trust, I move with caution, looking in the mirror, yeah, I bet you see. Regretful reflections, reminiscing memories I'm unleashed yeah. from the misery yeah. A heart no longer on the lease yeah. No hidden motives a fine print yeah. No second guessing my instincts yeah. No questioning how I'm really feeling Shit. I was solid from beginning to ending Two sides, you got two sides I don't wanna be a part of your life Two sides, you got two sides I don't wanna be a part of your life Windows down and I'm riding I ain't gotta worry right now No, I ain't gotta worry right now If you hit me up, I'm declining I don't need the drama in the problems No, I don't need the drama in the problems Focus on myself, the only option, you make it hard to trust, I move with caution. All
1: right. That was Two Sides by Emerald Brown, uh, produced by Aquaman. Shout out to Emerald and Aquaman and Senior Gigio, man, or GGO. I'm probably saying it wrong, but he's dope, man. And uh, I'm excited to get up to the bay, man, and hopefully get a chance to uh, connect with them in person, man, do some video work, all that, and uh, pick their brains some more. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I really am appreciative of the people to take the time out of their day. Like, you know, she said she had something to do at 4.30, and I was like, dang, man, I, I'm just really grateful that, you know, somebody would be willing to sit down with my goofy ass for an hour and uh, and talk, share their story with me, especially such personal things like, you know, addiction or alcoholism, um, you know, I mean, life is so precious, man, and, and um, you know, I think we really need to be aware of that, not taking this, this journey for granted, so, you know, I'm going to be on some adventures, man, I'm really nervous about it, because uh, I haven't done anything big in a while. And I'm, I'm, I'm so afraid, I'm like, oh, what about the stability? And what about, um, you know, what if you, what if you fail or what if you boom, 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 man, fuck that. Straight up, fuck that, do it. You're gonna die anyways. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not even in a negative way, but real talk, you're gonna die, I'm gonna die. And shortly after that, the world will forget you ever existed for most of us. Uh, and you know, that right there, just let go. You wanna make some music, make some music you want to make a video or make a movie or write a song or write a book or, or start a cooking show or or raise turtles or nigga i don't know just do it and if it doesn't work you can always go back to your shitty ass job because most of us got shitty ass jobs my job's actually pretty fun um but it don't pay that much so like i can afford to take an l you know what i mean um I'm rambling, but I am grateful. And uh, with that being said, man, keep an eye out. Keep an ear out for the RNS Radio Project, man. I'm going to be on the road. I'm going San Diego, San Francisco, Sacramento, San Jose, San Luis Obispo, (laughs) Uh, Los Angeles, Phoenix, man. Denver, I want to go everywhere. Portland, I really want to get up to Portland, man. If anybody from Portland hears this, put me on, man. I want to get out there. There's so much dope hip-hop and so many dope artists out there, man. Um... So, yeah, with that being said, man, peace and respect to all of y'all who support the show. Um, I don't have financial um, support. I do all this out of my own pocket as of right now. According to Anchor, I've made $2.43 for my show, which is amazing. Um, but also, like I say, I do this because I love it. And I, I love hip-hop. I love this culture. I love my life. So, you know, that's all I got for this week. Uh, my name is Nanski One, a.k.a. Rain Omega, signing off. Y'all be safe. Peace.